Good evening and welcome to Cannabis Network Radio. Uh, for all you that are unaware and are listening to the podcast or you know tuning in tomorrow night and see tonight's edition on there, whatever, uh, basically uh, every new, uh, Monday and Wednesday now um, is going to be the uh, show from 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time uh, every Monday and Wednesday. I'd like to welcome all of our listeners uh, this evening here on Cannabis Network Radio. Um, and listening in on uh, Podstream Live and uh, Dopebox Radio and all the other uh, networks and all of our iTunes listeners. Uh, if you do have iTunes, uh, please go ahead and uh, rate us, uh, subscribe to us and rate us. Thank you, everyone, for uh, you know keeping us up on the top of the iTunes podcasts. And uh, I thank everyone for your support. Um, <clears throat> tonight's uh, show, we're going to kind of talk about a couple things going on. Um, uh, here, uh, oh, just so everyone else knows, uh, Monday uh, evening there will not be a Cannabis Network Radio show as I will be uh, flying um, from Seattle back uh, to Tampa um, for uh, from uh, the Cannabis Cup, the U.S. Cannabis Cup that I will be attending this weekend. It's like I was just in Seattle two weeks ago. <laughs> I'm going back again for another back and forth, whatever. It's it's an exhausting trip, and it's bloody expensive, too. So, uh, you know, we need your support to uh, get out there and, and whatnot. So, uh, you know, help us, support us uh, here at Cannabis Network Radio and at the Cannabis Information Network. Um, <clears throat> we're going to talk about uh, the U.S. Cannabis Cup that is uh, coming up this weekend uh, in Seattle. Um and we're going to talk about uh, some of the new regulations that are falling into place in Washington State. Um, but first, we're going to actually um, talk about um, a loss that the cannabis community had uh, this week. Um, that was uh, obviously it was unexpected. So it's kind of silly to say uh, it's unexpected. Um, tragic um the irony is a prominent a prominent marijuana reform activist and a mother of four was killed by a drunk driver um jenny kush uh, from denver she was a friend um she um was on her way back from a concert and uh was hit head-on uh, by a driver who got on the wrong way onto the hov lane and slammed into their car um, and, uh, very big loss to the cannabis community in Colorado and, and, and in general. Uh, so I'd like to take a, a moment, uh, and take a moment of silence to, uh, uh, take a pause to think about, uh, Jenny for a moment and, uh, then we'll be right back with the show. All right, so uh, Jenny, uh, you're in our thoughts, your family's in our thoughts and our prayers, and uh, we hope that uh, things are, <coughs> I, don't, I don't even know what to say, you know, whatever, your uh, your boyfriend and your kids and everyone is, you know, and I guess now has someone to watch over and protect them, and I hope that they have strength to be able to get through this difficult time um and for those of you who uh, are in denver um tonight at a uh, hood lab at 7 p.m 
Uh, there's going to be a celebration of life uh, for Jenny Cush, um, and that's at Hood Lab uh, in Denver. Um, I'm not going to give out the address. I mean, if you're all in Denver, you know where Hood Lab is. So, um, but that starts at 7 p.m. Uh, your time, uh, which is in about an hour from now. Um, all right. So, moving on to uh, more exciting and uh, happier things. Um, so this weekend is uh, the second uh, Cannabis Cup or, or High Times Cannabis Cup uh, that's in a fully legal state. Uh, the first one is uh, 420, uh, was the first uh, legal cannabis cup, fully legal cannabis cup in Denver, Colorado. And uh, this uh, weekend is going to be labeled the U.S. Cannabis Cup. And I think that uh, that's how it's going to be because um, in November uh, we got the, uh, I guess, World Cannabis Cup that's in Amsterdam every single year over Thanksgiving. Um, but High Times is labeling this as the U.S. Cannabis Cup. Um, now, for those of you who do have some questions um, in regard to uh, the cup, there are tickets that are still available. Um, I know that if you really want to go to Seattle last minute, it's definitely not cheap to fly there. At least it's not from the East Coast. Um, but none <laughs> nonetheless... Um, there are tickets available. It is going to be a spectacular event. It is uh, the first um, legal, actual, non-protestable. Hempfest is still protestable. Um, this is actually the first real, official, high times Cannabis Cup event. Um, and it is going to be the U.S. Cannabis Cup. Uh, I'm going to say the first one. And from my understanding, from talking with people at high times, um, this is going to be the location of the U.S. Cannabis Cup uh, for this year and forward. Now, in regard to um, people asking, can you smoke weed at the event? Yes, it is a private facility. They're having it and in compliance with RCW 69.50 and RCW 69.51A. Um, there will be areas available for those 21 and over uh, to fall into compliance with Washington State regulations. Um, and... Uh, it is, uh, it, people can have up to, on their, a person with them, up to an ounce of marijuana with them in Washington State, um, over the, as long as you're over the age of 21. Um, at this time, it is still illegal to purchase, um, so there will be different options available to, uh, be able to obtain cannabis at this event. Um, <clears throat> now, if, um, anyone has questions in regard to, uh, if you're going to the Cannabis Cup and you do have questions about what's going on and, and you want to actually care about what the laws may be, uh, the Seattle Police Department, Seattle government, uh, does have um, a whole uh, website set up. I'm not going to get into the whole long um, website. What I'll do is I'll, I'll condense the link after the show posted on CanNet Radio. Um, Facebook and on Cannabis Information Network, but if you just look up Marry What Now, which is M-A-R-I-J, What Now, uh, just Google it, um, you'll be able to get a link to the page um, that will give you about the regulations and whatnot that are in place in Washington State. Um, I'm going to get into uh, the scheduled events and things that are going to be going on uh, this weekend uh, shortly. Um, but I want to talk about some news and things that are going on um, in the world of marijuana. Um, first and foremost, um, if anyone hasn't really paid attention, there's so much news going on in, in the major in major media. 
um, in regard to uh, legalization efforts ever, ever since uh, the Department of Justice went ahead and made their statement uh, last week in regard to not interfering with the state's right to regulate and maintain uh, the cannabis both on a medicinal and recreational uh, platform, specifically uh, Colorado and Washington State. Um, but they also made a broad spectrum to all the other states that do have regulation in place that they're not going to go ahead and, and get involved and let the states regulate and make decisions on their own, which is a beautiful thing because, as I said in the last episode or last couple of episodes that, that I talked and, and the rants that I went on, uh, that now it takes away a, a very key, I'm going to say, uh, fighting point or whatever point against... Um, or whatever rebuttal answer from powers that be is, oh, we're not going to go ahead and legalize, and we're not going to take this initiative because we're afraid of the federal government. Well, that eliminates that excuse. So uh, now it's really time for you know everyone to start making a push. It's time to make a push everywhere um, and get you know the ball rolling to get to your state. Uh, if you have laws in place, get the laws in order. Um, get them right. The uh, Northeast is doing a fantastic job of, you know, progressing along and trucking along with medical and recreational uh, initiatives. Um, in next week, uh, next weekend? No, two in two weekends. I'm confused now. Uh, no, next weekend. Next weekend um, is the Boston Hemp Rally, um, and that's a, the largest uh, hemp. Uh, our cannabis-related uh, event on the East Coast uh, next to the Seattle Hemp Fest. They're expecting about 40,000 people there uh, for Saturday's event in Boston Common. Uh, you can go ahead and look up more information in regard to that. I think it's called the Boston Freedom Rally or Boston Freedom Fest. Uh, I'll go ahead and uh, get some information posted about that as well. <coughs> now, oh, while I hear the thunder rumbling outside, um, I will let all the people that are you know listening live here know, and uh, I guess it doesn't matter in a podcast because we can cut and edit, but if for some reason we just disappear, um, it's because the power went out. Uh, we're not fancy enough to uh, have backup generators just, just yet, um, and we are in severe thunderstorm uh, happenings here in the uh, sunshine state. Um, <laughs> go figure. Um, all right, I'm, I'm kind of distracted by everything going on and the commotion and tumult going on outside. Um, where was I going? Right, okay. Um, things that are happening in uh, the States. Okay, so I'm going to jump back to um, Washington State real quick. Today, in regard to state rules, uh, the uh, Bureau of Alcohol and in Washington state who's regulating uh, the cannabis uh, industry as well at the moment um, approved 334 marijuana marijuana retail stores today um, or as they say or pot shops um, in the blog um, 21 of them uh, are basically in Seattle uh, King County and the rest are scattered throughout the state uh, the regulations aren't that crazy um, basically they can sell weed and that's it um one person can own up to three storefronts and that's it um which is quite generous actually i mean if you own three successful cannabis you know businesses i think you're doing just fine 
um, again, no need for, for greed, um, but it's a need to do things properly and not to go ahead and uh, screw things up for the rest of the country because uh, both Washington State and Colorado, you are setting a precedent and a model for how uh, the rest of this country is going to unfold. So as all you gondrepreneurs out there are setting up your retail locations and you're switching over your business from medical to recreational, et cetera, et cetera, uh, do things smart, do things wise, um, you know, doesn't help uh, to do things incorrectly um, to make an extra buck. You know, you'll make the buck elsewhere. Um, just remember that uh, a lot of eyes and a lot of people are counting on all of you to do things the right way. <clears throat> um, in other news, there is going to be a billboard um, sponsored by Marijuana Policy Project. Um, that's going to be right outside uh, Mile High Stadium. Um, and uh, basically, it's a billboard that's calling out the NFL to stop punishing players for marijuana use. Um, and it's getting ready for the first game of the opening opening game of the NFL season this year. Yay! And it happens to be the Baltimore Ravens. Go Ravens! My team. And uh, Denver Broncos. Um, but it's kind of cool that uh, it is, again, mainstream news going to be out there right in front of uh, the stadium uh, that basically the billboard states stop driving players to drink. The safer choice is now legal here, um, pertaining obviously to marijuana. And uh, it's, it's amazing how things are changing and all of a sudden now the, the speed that things have progressed uh, with uh, the change that's happening within the world, uh, the cannabis world, within the marijuana world. Um, first and foremost with Colorado and Washington State, and now with the U.S. Department of Justice uh, stating that states can monitor and regulate themselves. Uh, there's lots of buzz, lots of things happening. I mean, obviously, yesterday and today were the first two days really back from a holiday weekend. Uh, to start getting into the thick of things and starting to figure out regulations and starting writing proposals and, and, and starting to write uh, bills and, you know, petitions and everything that needs to be done. And I'm sure that uh, over the next, I'm going to say, 60 to 90 days, we're going to be hearing from a lot of different states about different filings of, of different, you know, amendments or rights or bills or and, and whatnot um, that people are going to be requesting their states to start thinking about bringing medical marijuana, recreational marijuana to their states. Now, I can speak on behalf of, of uh, I can't speak on behalf of Florida, but being a Florida resident, um, is I definitely can see huge benefit to, the, an economic benefit, a huge economic benefit to the state of Florida um, if they would go ahead and, you know, bring even, let's just say medical marijuana. I mean, obviously recreational would be the most ideal, um, because again, in my opinion is that, you know, cannabis is, is I, I have a very difficult time saying, saying it's recreational. I mean, cause truth be told is, you know, during alcohol and prohibition, things like that, it was used as medicinal too. However, you know, in all truth is, you know, marijuana goes ahead and improves people's lives in some facet or another, whether it be pain management, depression, anxiety, you know, happiness, you know, whatever the case may be. So it is improving the quality of a person's life overall. So, you know, and it's not harmful. I mean, 
there hasn't been any deaths attributed to direct use of cannabis. Um, it, it there's only benefit uh, for the use of the plant, unlike other recreational substances that are harmful to you. Um, so, you know, I feel that Florida is one of those states that has been in economic slump, and people are looking for work, and you know by legalizing and bringing you know cannabis into the state and opening up dispensaries and you know grow grow operations legitimate obviously licensed grow operations it opens up you know a whole new industry and it will create literally tens of thousands of jobs revenue streams tax revenues um you know and if it's done the way that you know we proposed it to be when we dropped the catholic Jordan medical cannabis act that you know each county will actually generate their own revenue from uh dispensaries within their counties and it can help offset different costs and projects that that need be and you know on top of that is now that we're talking about you know marijuana legalization in general we should talk about industrial hemp legalization and down here in the south you know it's a perfect place to have industrial hemp crops growing so on and so forth and that in itself is an entire industry uh and it you know that that will again rebuild u.s farming uh it'll do production textiles i mean you know the benefits of hemp go on and on and on um and i've mentioned numerous times before we do have an episode called hemp hemp array uh, in our archives which we talked about all the uses of commercial industrial hemp um i'm actually going to hopefully in the next few weeks do another show in regard to that and uh once we get things back into the swing of things start having some guests on um that we're talking to and uh you know get a little more interactive here on the show i'm going to jump to a uh, short break um and uh we'll come back we're going to talk about uh, a few other things that are going on in the world of marijuana legalization in the united states and we'll talk about uh, this upcoming weekend and the u.s cannabis cup the high times U.S. Cannabis Cup in Seattle, Washington. We'll be back in just a few minutes with uh, more Cannabis Network Radio.
Welcome back to Cannabis Network Radio. Uh, you listen to Joy Crusher of 963 Project and the Limiters, of, and that was How High, uh, here on Cannabis Network Radio. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking through um, just some of the uh, top headlines uh, in the last hour or so, last few hours here. Um, in doing a search for uh, marijuana and I mean I just kind of wanted to go over some of the headlines that are that are out here in, in mainstream news um, first you have nullification everywhere uh, which is regard to jury nullification uh, no victim no crime uh, which means in states that there is no uh, medical marijuana or uh, uh, recreational use of marijuana um, <clears throat> basically people that are that are convicted of misdemeanor uh, cannabis crimes or even non misdemeanor cannabis crimes uh, if they they always should elect to have <coughs> excuse me a jury trial and the jury has the right to find them not guilty and we urge the jury uh, to understand that when it comes to things like cannabis uh, there is no victim there should be no crime um, and that really is the uh, basis of jury nullification uh, the second headline I want to go ahead and uh, you know bring up this is uh, more Americans are using marijuana uh, followed by proposed D.C. marijuana initiative to be worked uh, to address the Attorney General's uh, orders. Now, that's a big deal because, you know, aside from the fact there is an actual cannabis dispensary in Washington, D.C., about a block and a half from the State House, um, the fact that now they're going to be reworking everything under their own guidelines of being able to regulate 
without really having to worry. It's going to be interesting how uh, Washington, D.C. Um, unfolds within their marijuana initiative and dispensaries, so on and so forth, because <clears throat> even though that is our nation's capital, uh, it's still its own district, I guess. It's not really a state, uh, you know, because it's 50 states in the District of Columbia. Um, but uh, I'm kind of going to be keeping my eye on see what happens in Washington, D.C., um, because, again, that's, that is, you know, our nation's capital, and the fact that there is a dispensary op open and operating there currently right now, um, you know, says a lot, too, about direction things are going. Um, then we, you know, can move forward to... Um, I guess I, I already talked about the billboards going up in Denver. Um, basically there's so much, I guess, uh, drive now that has been, I guess, given and the push that has been given for people to realize that, um, there's so many changes that can be made now. Um, you have, as I said, the Northeast is, is booming Vermont, New England, Massachusetts, all those states are, you know, pushing for legalization, uh, for recreational use, um, you know, dispensaries, delivery services are, are starting to pop up, applications are being filled in, and it's just one of those things that, that is really taking off. Um, there's groups that are starting to gather signatures in other states to go ahead and uh, make forward initiatives in their states where things aren't legal. Um, and basically, you know, there's there's starting to be some sort of roadmap, I think, um, in the direction of of legalization on a national level here for you know marijuana, which is very very exciting. Um, and I think a lot of that's actually going to be, aside from obviously the the good times and everything that's going to be had, um, I, I think a lot of that's actually going to be talked about in panel discussions this weekend at the U.S. Cannabis Cup. Um, there's a lot of great speakers that are going to be there. Um, a lot of information. Um, there's going to be one topic that's on Saturday uh, called the impact of social media that kind of falls into the social demographic of social change uh, for legalization that I've been talking about. Um, then uh, Danny Danko is going to be doing his free weed uh, blog podcast um, that's going to be uh, live from uh, the High Times Cannabis Cup, and uh, there's going to be, a, a, I think, a lot, aside from obviously the general gist of, of, of grooviness, general grooviness that goes on at a Cannabis Cup, I think that, you know, in regard to like people like myself and other uh, people that are activists and in the the cannabis world as, as, a, as a profession, I guess, I mean, this is my profession, um, I think there's going to be a lot of opportunity to really connect and talk with a lot of people in regard to, uh, you know, the national initiative, as I'm going to call it, you know, as opposed to, um, you know, state by state. I think that we're crossing over that bridge uh, to actually say uh, we're taking a national uh, initiative. Um, <clears throat> for, I actually got uh, an email here. Um, Basically, if you need information about the U.S. Cannabis Cup, just go to medcancup.com. It's uh, med, M-E-D-C-A-N-C-U-P.com, um, and that will give you all the information that, that you need. Um, but just to give, to answer the question here, if, for whatever reason you can't seem to, to go over there, um, 
<clears throat> basically the doors open uh, every day at uh, noon and they go until uh, 8 o'clock on Saturday and then Sunday um, it goes until 7.30 and then at 7.30 the uh, Cannabis Cup Awards uh, are start and get handed out um, so there's some cool I mean there's some pretty cool stuff happening um, over the course of the weekend in regard to speakers and people that are going to be there um, we have uh, let's see just just to go ahead and uh, put it out there, we got uh, Russ Belleville is going to be talking. Uh, we got Kyle Cushman, uh, Drew West uh, is going to be there. Um, I know someone that probably wants to meet him. Um, Danny Danko, obviously, he's doing his uh, you know show, and you know obviously he's a big part of uh, the cannabis of High Times Cannabis Community. Um, we've got edible experts. Um, we've got Kathy Parkins, and we've got. Uh, the Kitchen Witch is going to be there. Um, then, of course, we have uh, Slightly Stupid and Red Man that are having a concert uh, Saturday night, um, which is going to be pretty crazy. Um, looking forward to that. Um, we have um, a bunch of people that are going to be from different uh, genetic and seed banks uh, all around. Uh, the market's going to go ahead and be talking about uh, how that's going to be, how that industry is, is progressing within the legalization efforts. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, they had to start a cannabis farmer's market um, in Seattle, actually, um, and the person who's behind that's going to be there as well. I'm looking forward to really talking about um, talking to her about uh, the cannabis farmer's market. And, you know, I don't, I don't think I'm going to have a chance to see what it's all about, but... Uh, you know, nonetheless, that the concept of it's pretty cool. Um, then there's, you know, obviously going to be a legal panel with a bunch of people talking about uh, legal cannabis in Washington State. Um, and then there's going to be a whole seminar on Generation Dab, which is basically the next generation of, of stoners or pot cannabis users um, that have moved into the world of, of concentrates and, and dabbing. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that's going to be going on this weekend um, at the uh, U.S. Cannabis Cup uh, in Seattle. Um, again, it is uh, Saturday and Sunday, this Saturday and Sunday in Seattle uh, at the Free uh, Fremont Studios, Fremont Studios um, in Seattle. Um, there are tickets that are still available. Uh, you can go to medcancup.com and you can find tickets there. And, uh, you know, we'll be there. Uh, look for uh, people wearing Cannabis Network Radio T-shirts, big crew on the back, says CanNet Radio on them. Uh, and uh, look for us there. Say hello. And uh, so what's up? Okay, now, moving on in the world of uh, marijuana. I think I'm going to go ahead and uh, take one more quick break because I'm drying out certain cotton mouthy here um and uh just one quick song and then we'll be back uh to uh finish up uh this evening's edition of cannabis network radio
Welcome back to Cannabis Network Radio. That was Free Range Roosters doing it doggy style. Doggy style by Free Range Roosters. All right, well, I looked up a couple things just to clarify. So uh, basically in Washington, D.C., um, the way things are going is that uh, I guess a couple months ago there's an initiative that was made to decriminalize uh, small amounts of cannabis within the district. And apparently now that the DOJ came in and made their statement, um, they want to take it from, you know, decriminalizing to legalizing it. And uh, they want uh, the voters to decide, which is how it should be. And uh, basically, as I said, we don't want to go ahead and be bullied, don't be harassed anymore. And that's really the uh, big um, push that's going on. And uh Basically, you know, I, I see a trend like this happening in a lot of places, uh, going from a push of, of, you know, kind of treading lightly to, you know, the full gusto of, of really um, the end of the prohibition era um, of cannabis uh, is is here, is around the corner, um, is, is within the next 12 to 24 months, I, I, I believe. Now, in regard to... It's actually falling into same place. It's all falling into place the same way that uh, alcohol prohibition came to an end. Uh, each state regulated in their own ways, and even to date, there are counties that are dry. Uh, there is no alcohol allowed to be sold in those counties. And again, you know, we'll fight each battle as it comes. Uh, but you know, ultimately, I think that's the appropriate thing to do is let each state regulate themselves and how they feel appropriate uh, within the their own laws to regulate the uh, you know cannabis industry uh, within their said state. Um, I actually personally feel that uh, in said states uh, that each county uh, should be able to go ahead and, you know, or or section or however it's separated in in each state, should be able to go ahead and form their own structure of revenue generation uh, from the industry to help put back into the community. Because um, one of the important things about this legalization effort is the fact that it is really truly a grassroots initiative. And yes, there are going to be big players and there's going to be industry involved in it, so on and so forth. But we have the the chance to go ahead and, and set how the industry standards are. Now, we can't, obviously, this whole thing is, is weed, not greed. Obviously, everyone needs to make a buck and I'm not, uh, there's nothing against, you know, making a living in the industry. However, um, well, we go ahead and, uh, you know, start setting the the rules and ordinances, so on and so forth. Uh, you know, giving back to the community and keeping things as local as possible is the most beneficial, both on a community standpoint uh, and a socioeconomical standpoint. Um, and it's it's beneficial all around to give back to the community that you're operating a business in. You know, it doesn't matter whether you know if you're from another state or, or elsewhere and operating a business in said state or county, but give back to the community that you're operating in. You know, hire locally, grow locally, produce locally, distribute locally, and uh, give back locally to the community. And I think that would be the best game plan uh, across the board um, to help out in in multiple different facets uh, where the community needs it. Um, some other things that are, that are going on uh, is um, in Arizona, uh, the first medical marijuana clinic got a chance to actually open and it's up and running and, uh, operational there as well. So, uh, they're, uh, I guess got their feet planted, um, and got our, so they got the seed planted and we're going to see how things grow from there in Arizona. Um, there's just so much going on, um, in, in 
the world of cannabis right now in positive momentum. It's, it's very, very exciting. Um, one thing which I guess has not really been clarified and, and you know, the, the topic or question has been asked me a few times since the DOJ did come out with their statement is the whole thing about kids. And I think last week I spoke about, you know, being able to give cannabis to, you know, children. Now, in regard to quote-unquote recreational use of cannabis, uh, I think that um, obviously Washington State and Colorado both feel that, you know, just like alcohol 21 and up. Um, you know, I don't know. You know, again, this is all new, so I don't know if I agree or disagree. You know, I think that, you know, cannabis should be regulated kind of like cigarettes of 18 and up. Um, but I guess we'll just take one day at a time in regard to recreational use. In regard to medicinal use, I think that it has been proven enough, and you know I'm not going to get into my opinions of the FDA and whatnot, but I think it's been proven enough that it really does help, you know, in terms of uh, healing the sick and with, with various ailments, whether it be seizures, cancer, um, uh, Crohn's disease, other disorders. And if cannabis is the parent's choice, medical cannabis uh, is the parent's choice to give to their child, I don't think there should be a restriction on it. I mean, just like now, you know, if, if you need to give your kid some pain medicine or you got to give your kid Vyvanse or Ritalin or whatever the case is, I mean, that's speed. That's, you know, more or less the same exact thing. And, you know, no one's really saying, oh, well, we have to regulate that. and You can't give that to kids. So, um, you know, before everyone gets in a hoopla about, you know, being able to, to medicate your children with cannabis, just think about and, you know, read into the prescription drugs that are being given to our children now and, uh, you know, think about that for a minute and think about, you know, what we're actually giving to our children and how, you know, how, how the, the benefits of cannabis outweigh the total negative uh, side effects of the pharmaceutical drugs that are being given to our children. That's something that should be thought about and taken into consideration and not discounted as these new initiatives roll out and as these new states' initiatives roll out. Um, and I don't think the Department of Justice had any clarification, just as said no access to minors. Um, and in my book, I think that kind of falls in the same category as tobacco and alcohol, meaning that you know the, the shops that regulate it are going to be under the guise of you cannot sell on a recreational median to uh, minors. But again... Uh, when it comes to medicinal use of cannabis, the true medicinal use of cannabis, um, I do feel that uh, if need be, uh, children should have access to using that just like they have access to use any other prescription drug that's out there. Okay, so moving right along, um, I'm kind of really excited about uh, this weekend coming up. Again, it's another, it's going to be another first, really, um, another, I guess. Uh, I guess life-changing, I don't know, life-changing, but, you know, law-changing, uh, momentum-gaining uh, event uh, that really is on the forefront of the times of change in the marijuana world here in America. And uh, the fact that I'm a part of this and, and privileged to be a part of it um, is, is, is a wonderful thing. Um, and I thank everyone uh, for your continued support, and I thank you all for... Um, supporting both the Cannabis Information Network and the Cannabis uh, and Cannabis Network Radio. And uh, for all you out there that, uh, you know, have, you know, a podcast or want to do a podcast that are, that is cannabis-related, 
um, we would love to have you join our network. Um, we'd love to have you jump on here and, uh, you know, include your show, uh, to the two shows that I do every week. Um, if you want some information in regard to that or how you can join us here in Cannabis Network, uh, you can contact our producer, Ed, and uh, his email address is just simply ed at cannetradio.com. And uh, just shoot him an email with what you're thinking and what you want to be doing. And uh, he'll go ahead and uh, get back to you with the information you need to get you set up. And uh, for all you who don't have a cannabis-related uh, podcast, we do have uh, Podstream Live, uh, which is open to all kinds of... Uh, you know, different categories of, of shows, uh, so on and so forth. Um, hey, Ed, I'm going to actually uh, ask you a question here. Um, we talked last time about uh, the Bone Project, uh, about music and whatever. Uh, is that something, you know, you got a chance to think about it all? Is that something you want to... Oh, yeah, I'm definitely down with that. Maybe bringing it over here to... Uh, to Cannabis Radio. Radio. Yeah. And, uh, you know, see if we can get, get some, some uh, cannabis-friendly uh, local bands on here. Yeah, sounds and, good. Uh, start getting some tunes out there and promoting some, you know, the not per se local, but maybe uh, statewide uh, scene and and whatnot. Supporting, uh, you know, our statewide musicians here uh, in the state. Um, so uh, we'll uh, keep keep you up to date on what's happening with that, and you know, hopefully, uh, I'll light a fire under some people's butts here to go ahead and. Uh, get on uh the projects and uh, get things happening i'm guilty of it as well you know when you try to task yourself with with a lot with a lot of things you uh, have to prioritize and uh you know there's a lot there's a lot happening and i find myself these days being very overwhelmed with things between uh cannabis information network as well as uh cannabis network radio and, uh, you know, especially now with all the news and everything that's coming out and the, I'm flooded with questions and, and emails about things that are happening. And I'm really trying to stay on top of them as best as I can. If I don't get back to you, like, like immediately, just give me a couple of days and I will get back to you. I promise. Um, and, uh, you know, now is time, you know, really to go ahead and, uh, start rolling out the change, start talking about it. As I've said in the last few episodes, now it's time to really just start opening the conversation about cannabis. Uh, to start talking to everyone, your friends, your neighbors, family, relatives, cousins, brothers, sisters, everyone, you know, uh, I think also professionals, uh, as well. You need to start talking about it with each other. Um, and, uh, you know, times are changing and, um, I'm really happy to be a part of this and, uh, you know, we're going to stay here and we're going to be with you through this entire new transition of everything here. And, uh, Hopefully, we'll be able to give you as much information as we can and, uh, you know, get things rolling uh, and uh, look forward to be able, being able to go ahead and, uh, you know, share in this, uh, I guess, huge um, uh, change uh, in, the, in the way people think and the way things are, are being processed and done uh, here in uh, the U.S. And... Uh, I'd like to thank everyone for listening to us here this evening and joining us in. And uh, we'll be back next Wednesday because uh, Monday I will be traveling. Uh, so we'll be back next Wednesday with the uh, another edition of Cannabis Network Radio. Hope everyone has a good and safe evening.